0: We are just one night removed from the biggest party of the summer. SummerSlam was last night. What were your thoughts on the card? Um, overall, it was a decent card. Um, I liked last year's card a lot better, but there were still some entertaining matches, and there were some good stories. I mean, there, I were
1: like, some, there, there were some highs and lows, but, you know, we'll get into it more. But I think overall, yeah, exactly. I think you can say that SummerSlam, they start to lead you towards the WrestleMania matches. So, hopefully, as we get further on, we'll start seeing some storylines.
0: Exactly, exactly. I think we saw bits and pieces of that last night. Um, So, let's kick things off with our first match. Um, It's Becky versus Natalya in a submission match. And, And
1: might I say, I think I texted you this during the first match. They cannot have picked the boringest match to kick off the show.
0: Exactly.
1: Yeah. It was pretty boring. Um, well, no, no, no. I will say this. I thought it was a good match. Well, yeah. I was um, dead yeah. wrong. I was absolutely dead wrong. However, I just couldn't get into it because I can't take Natty seriously.
0: I see that. I mean, I see why they did that. It was in Canada, Natty's hometown. Um, of course, they were prone to tell you to start, but eventually Becky won them over. Um, we, we did see Natalya pull off a disarmer, which I thought was pretty good. And we saw also Becky with a sharpshooter. So that was a pretty neat moment. Yeah.
1: But did you notice so that, uh, Becky got a bigger pop than Natty? Exactly. Eventually Becky won them over, but yeah, yeah so, I
0: you see what you're saying. Uh,
1: listen, I thought it was a good match. There were good spots in the match. Uh, the match went longer than expected. Uh, like I, there was nothing wrong with this match. It was a good solid match. I just can't. I can't take Natty competing for a title seriously,
0: right? And of course, the man—the man comes out on top. Um, it's it's interesting to see where they go with this. What's who's Becky's next opponent? Do you think? Do you have any predictions into that? Or,
1: well, I mean, I hope Ronda comes back, but I don't think she will. But you know, ever since Mania, you know, Becky's been flying by these people. You know, that Lacey Evans—that was a terrible draw for her at Mania. Hopefully, and hopefully Natty's done, because I just can't, you know. But Natty's but, a Hall of Famer. But Lacey had some good showings.
0: You oh, can't she, deny that.
1: She did. I just don't like how she skipped, how she bypassed literally 95% of the roster in her first matches against Becky Lynch.
0: Yeah. All right, so let's get into our next match. Um, if you blink, you might have missed this match. It was Goldberg versus Dolph. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, Exactly. Um, so, this match lasted, I think the total was a minute and 46 seconds. It started out with Dolph coming out saying he was the best thing to happen to wrestling. And next thing you know, Goldberg music hits and a spear and a jackhammer and it's over. I, I
1: want to know your full thoughts on this match.
0: Um, I mean, Goldberg has never been the person to have long matches. I thought they should have had him come back after his last showing with Taker. Um, That match was a little sloppy. I thought they would have had Dolph. Yeah, it was a lot sloppy. I'm being, I'm sugarcoating it. Um, I thought that Dolph would have carried Goldberg for at least maybe five, maybe ten minutes, and then it would have ended. But this was a chance for Goldberg to come out and prove why he deserves to be on this card. And to me, it was just Goldberg fashion. Minute forty six seconds, like that's
1: my overall. What the hell are they doing with Dolph Ziggler?
0: No clue, no clue, man. Dolph's like, Dolph is probably the most athletic, all around athlete on the on the uh, roster right now. So not
1: not even athlete, but Dolph's a good wrestler.
0: Exactly. Dolph's
1: good. He works well in the ring, and you know they should have. You know, uh, coming into the match, I knew it was going to be a quick botch, like a quick get-me-over. But I was hoping, you know, Dolph – my goal was six minutes
0: for this match. Oh, yeah. Easy. Now, actually, what I would have loved to see, the original match we were supposed to get, the Miz versus Dolph. But, of course, Miz has to come in and pull a swerve and pull Goldberg out of his back pocket and say, oh, you're facing Goldberg.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I just didn't like – you know, not only does Dolph kick Goldberg twice, he kicks out at one.
0: Mm-hmm. Exactly, both times.
1: 75-year-old Bill Goldberg <laughs> kicking out of a
0: super kick. <laughs> oh, my
1: God. One to On, on one. At least, yeah. at least give it two.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: At least give it two. And does then, you know, Dolph week? Goldberg spears him, hits him with the jackhammer, or whatever it's called. One, two, three, it's over. Then Dolph gets on the mic and... I don't know what he does, and he says something, and Goldberg comes back and spears him. He then walks back in the lock, back in the gorilla position. He's out. Music ends. Yeah. Dolph once again opens his mouth. Goldberg comes out and just like like why? What's the what was the point of that?
0: Sometimes I just wish Goldberg would just ride off into the sunset and just stop coming back. But
1: listen, he, he went out. On a high uh, note, I'm not a fan of it, but that better been his last match.
0: Yeah, and I hope that they build up Dolph now, like finally make him what he deserves to be. So, next match, in my opinion, potentially could have been match of the night. Um, it was a little is a little mediocre for me, but it was AJ Ricochet. Um, what are your thoughts of this? Yeah, I mean. I
1: kind of like heel AJ. Um, I thought the match... I agree. I thought it could have been match of the night. I was kind of disappointed by the match. I yeah. thought the finish was good, though. Uh, exactly. I thought the ending was good. Uh, you know, the only problem I have is that, you know, I don't think... I just think AJ's fighting too low. You know, I think he's a main event caliber guy. Not a U.S. title, intercontinental title. And I get they're doing the whole Gallows and thing. I get that. That's nice, but that just might be me.
0: In my opinion, AJ's probably the best superstar in all of WWE. So he should at least be fighting for the Universal title or the WWE title, whatever one. But I do see what you're saying.
1: Well, I mean, here's what I'll say it's interesting, though. Know, you know, now that whatever their name is, the OC or the OG, whatever they are. <laughs> yeah. I think, you know, they have the tag titles and AJ has the U.S. title. I think that can be pretty interesting. And, you know, what? I'm going to give them a shot. I'm going to keep a level head. I'm going to stay positive about it. And I'm going to see what they right. can do.
0: Right, exactly. It's, it's interesting to see what they're going to do in the future.
1: Do you think Ricochet gets one more shot?
0: Um, Honestly, I don't think so. In all honesty, I don't I don't see Ricochet getting another shot. Um if he does, I still see the result being AJ over Ricochet. I don't see Ricochet winning again.
1: Who's next then you think?
0: I feel like Ray. I feel like Ray comes back. Mysterio. Yeah. Oh. Ray and AJ. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a long shot, but it could happen. Yeah,
1: I, I don't want to see that.
0: <laughs> all right. Maybe about 10 years ago, I would have wanted yeah. to see it. But... <laughs> all right. Next match, we have our second women's match. It's Bailey versus Ember Moon. Now, I didn't watch much of the buildup this match. So, honestly, I wasn't even really, like, entertained by this match at all. Um, yeah, Ember's I think, I think the crowd was better.
1: dead for this match.
0: I, yeah, exactly. I I the, the
1: crowd wasn't into it at all. I will give Bailey credit though. The end of the match, she had a nice belly to belly from the top turnbuckle. And I thought that was a good spot right there. And oh, yeah, um, we haven't seen that for a while. Yeah, you know, once that was hit, I knew Ember wasn't coming out of that. And I'm not surprised with this match at all. Bailey was a clean one. I'm not saying Ember's
0: a slouch, but Ember definitely doesn't have the momentum to be the SmackDown women's champion yet. I feel like she's got a little bit of a ways to go. Like there has to have been more build up for her. I don't think there was enough, so
1: No, you no, you're right hundred percent. Let's move uh let's move to the next match.
0: Let's just get right. that Bailey. Next match we have the hometown boy Kevin Owens. Oh, KO, man. my boy. KO So baby face I'll let you start with this one since he is your guy.
1: Okay, so let, let's let just start with this here, okay?
0: I am 100% happy
1: that we are probably Delmas Shea McMahon. Once Bischoff took over SmackDown, that pretty much put the – they put the seeds in there that, you know, the whole I quit match. I mean, not I quit match. That If I lose, he's gone. You know KO's not losing that match.
0: Oh no! Definitely. So
1: that pretty much meant that you know Shane's out of there, which I'm happy because Shane can't wrestle. Shane is a daredevil. He'll jump off the ladder, a hell in a cell. It'll he'll give you a show across he the ring. Wrestle. He can't. I don't even know if he can give you a show. I mean, he can't. <laughs> he he can't wrestle. Um, okay. I I don't know. I mean, am I happy KO one? Yes. Am I surprised? No.
0: Uh, you know, I, I thought the match was decent. Um, I'm more surprised that nobody came out to assist KO. I felt like Sami Zayn would have been out there.
1: Well, you know why they didn't have to, because Shane didn't, can't wrestle.
0: True. The but only reason like why, why they Elias
1: brought Elias out, here. because Shane can't wrestle. Elias had to cover up Shane.
0: True. I see what you, I see what you got there.
1: I mean, that's – I mean, and then, you know – the whole KO almost gets counted out twice in the first round, arguing mm-hmm. with Elias. Like KO, if you lose that match, you're, you're you're gone. Why are you arguing? Yeah, exactly. Like, come on. Like so, what do you think? Is. What do you think's
0: next for KO?
1: I what hope he gets next? a push for the title. I mean, the only thing I'm worried about though is that he's a baby face now, and uh, Kobe's a baby face. So I don't think that's gonna happen yet. Right, uh, You know, we'll see. And, like, another thing with this, too, I don't know who's on the rosters anymore. You know, Vince oh, yeah. has Vince has these wild card roles for, about carrying guys over. Everyone's appearing on, on every show now. So, like... Yeah, we really don't. I mean, you don't know. Um, with this Fox thing of a draft and draft coming, coming over. Up. Yeah. It's like, we don't know what's happening.
0: Yeah. All right, so next match. Um, this... Was the match of the night for me, Charlotte versus Trish, two of the best ever in women's wrestling to go at it. Um, Trish still can go even at almost being fifty years old. Charlotte proves that she's the queen and she just pulls off an amazing match. Yeah, but you know, here's my problem with this match. Okay, Corey
1: Graves and I love Corey Graves. He made it seem like. You know, it's the young prodigy Charlotte Flair versus the Hall of Famer, rock star, Trish Stratus. You should know, let's not forget this. Trish Stratus wasn't a wrestler when she came up to WWE.
0: Right.
1: She had an affair with Vince McMahon. You know, this yep. didn't push the women in the Attitude Era. When I think of a wrestler in the Attitude Era, I think of Lita.
0: Well, Definitely.
1: I think – I don't think of Trish Stratus. And, you know what? As a wrestler, she had a decent
0: career. Like, she could still go.
1: I I don't know. I thought Trish did great last night. But, like, you know, I think the match was, like, 15 minutes last night. 16, 17 minutes, something like that. Yeah. I want anyone listening to this to find out if Trish Stratus ever wrestled a match longer than 15 minutes in her career. Well, that was
0: all Charlotte. Like that was all awesome. but,
1: but no but I'm talking in, in uh, Trish's whole career. Has she ever wrestled a match over fifteen minutes?
0: Off the top of my head, I don't remember. I, I don't have think to so. Look into
1: that, I, I mean, think but... you need to look into that and let me know and bring it up to next podcast because uh I just think she's a little overhyped. And you know, Charlotte's an Charlotte's an MVP. She's the best she's the best woman's wrestler on that roster. Um you know, she she's the perfect heel. Um, uh, you know, lover or hater, you gotta respect her, I think. Yeah. And, you know, I thought she carried the match. Um, I thought Trish had some good moments in that match. And you know, I thought the ending was a little weird because, you know, once she lost, they stopped playing the music and the lights came on her and I thought that Vince and everyone expected her to get a bigger pop. Like a you know, like a thank you, Trish, thank you, Trish, thank yeah. you, Trish. Well,
0: th- she did, but it wasn't as big as I thought. Yeah, it no,
1: it wasn't it wasn't big. And, and I think that's because, you know, Trish, Hall of Famer, she's had a great career, but she was never a wrestler. She was I mean, she's won Diva's titles, I know that, but you know, it's all storyline based. Yeah. Um but you know, hey, I thought it was a you know, it was a, it was a solid match.
0: What was that? What was that? Do you see Charlotte going after Bailey now for the SmackDown title? Um I don't
1: you know, I don't really know right now. Uh we'll just see how uh Tuesday SmackDown goes. Right. Uh you know, there's a plethora of women who've challenge challenged. It's pretty much whoever Vince comes up with now at the time. Um, right. so it's, pre- it's pretty much like if you're not in the, in the title picture, you're on a seven-month vacation. So I think it's whoever's off a vacation is up next for the belt.
0: Whoever's off a of vacation. <laughs> All right. Our next match, um Kofi Kingston versus Randy. Oh. No. Kofi versus Randy. Now, I'm disappointed in this match, okay? You ain't the only one, brother. And here's why. The potential of this match is amazing. You end it with a double count out. You realize the way that they could have angled this match could have been something spectacular, but they ruined it. They ruined the, an awesome match like So pretty much how it ended. If you guys didn't see, so Randy was, like, looking at Kofi's family and family or something along those lines, and Kofi was disrespected. And all of a sudden, they just start brawling outside. The ref counts to 10, and Kofi just goes off and just starts destroying Randy. Um, but, yeah, I was disappointed. You know, I'm going
1: to take back what I said. I wasn't disappointed. You know why? Why? Because I had no expectation for this match. So I didn't get my hopes up because I knew it was gonna turn into shit. No and expectation. Did. Here's wow. you know here here's my problem with this match. Randy Orton. Who cares about him anymore? Randy's one of the best ever. I mean, I, I you are absolutely right right now, but he's but... he's not. People don't care about him right now. Put him in the Hall of Fame next year, two years. That's fine. He he's a legend. The legend killer, RKO out of nowhere. But he, you know, the, the fans don't buy into him like they used to. That's my first problem. Right. The, second, the second problem is this. You know, did you see Randy talking to Kofi's family? Yeah, I did. Because I read reports that said, you know, they barely noticed it. It wasn't shown on camera a lot.
0: I did see that. I actually saw, he made a remark to his wife, I believe. And Kofi saw it and just got out of the ring. It was was the
1: kids I read. Yeah, it might have been.
0: It was somebody. I know he made a remark. I I
1: read it was the kids and the cameras, you know, they showed a glimpse of it, but no one really knew about it. Yeah. Okay. You know, that's my second problem. And then the third problem is this, you know, the buildup wasn't, you know, they're dating back to a role in 2009. Who remembers that role?
0: I mean, I I do, but... No, you don't. You're, you're full of shit. No, you don't. I remember that, role. I remember that, You moment. do not. Dude, all right. You do not. You do not. This
1: is not a pay-per-view, Logan. No one knows what happened out of Raw in 2009. If it was a main event pay-per-view... If are
0: hard fans, they do.
1: If it was a main event pay-per-view or a big pay-per-view match in 2009, it'd be different. But Kofi wasn't that big in 2009.
0: I'll give you that. But he so, wasn't ready in 2009.
1: So... You know what? I don't I just thought the build up was terrible. That's why I get in the match. The crowd booed the match. They started changing different things. I Think I even heard a CM Punk and a beach volleyball thing flying around for that match. And then the biggest thing that's pissing me off about of this match is that it ends in a double count out.
0: Yep. That's exactly which
1: means we're probably gonna get one more freaking match of Kofi and Randy. Yeah, so I uh, uh, just Vince, I disagree you with you
0: on a couple things. Um, I agree with the fact that no, Kofi was not ready in 2009. Um, however, I did like the build up, I like the story how they went back to it. Um, because it kind of makes sense in a lot of ways. How back then Kofi wasn't ready, Randy took him out, all this was replaced.
1: So you, so you're telling me that in 2009, they said, "Okay, Randy, you're going to flip Kobe through a table, and then ten years from now, when Kobe's a title, has a champ, we're going to come back to this." Point. Well, they didn't
0: know it back then. They were probably like, "Oh, like, I mean, give him come a on, chance, you're
1: wrong on this. You're wrong on this."
0: Okay, we're not, we're that's, not going to agree on
1: this. We, we we can agree to disagree. Yeah. Oh, that's. I mean, listen. I'm sure we'll see Randy versus Kofi in some sort of stipulation at Clash of Champions, but
0: I just hope – I hope it's done. See, I wish they would have at least – they could have still had another match, but they should have at least had Kofi win, and then Randy can, like, make the remark or whatever. And then that's when Kofi goes off setting up another match. They didn't have to end it on a double count now. All
1: I'm saying is that I'm just – yeah.
0: All uh, right. So next that's... match, I was oh this match, it's Finn versus the Fiend, aka Bray Wyatt. What about hey, hey, that entry? Before
1: before we get to this match, let's go over the Roman Reigns situation that happened. Okay. Um, you and I discussed it. We were texting each other. There were a lot of big names off of this card. Um, exactly. You know Roman Reigns, Daniel Bryan, Samoa Joe, The Miz, Drew, uh, Drew McIntyre, No Shinsuke, Braun Strowman, Shinsuke. But like here, you know, here's my thing. What is going on with the Roman Reigns thing? I mean, they show it on SmackDown and Raw. The scaffold tower falling, and Buddy Murphy was there, and yeah. And Joe hop and not not Joe rain tops in the car and it gets hit and, and then Joe helps him And then, and, you know, in, in the pre-show, Rowan came out and attacked Buddy Murphy. Right. Because Murphy said it was Rowan.
0: Where do you think this is going with this right now? Um, I feel like it's going to lead to Brian Roman, Daniel, Brian, Roman, um, to be honest, I feel like on SmackDown tomorrow, um, Roman's going to call out Rowan and get to the bottom of it, and that's going to set up a match with them. And then somehow Daniel Bryan's going to get in the picture, and it's going to be Bryan versus Roman at Clash of Champions.
1: I would be okay with that. Yeah, I wouldn't mind That, that. that interests me. Uh, I just don't understand where Samoa Joe fits into all this and Buddy Murphy.
0: Um, I don't know where Buddy fits into it. I feel like they needed a way. Here's what I see. You know what I see actually on SmackDown? It's a tag match. It's Joe and Roman versus Brian and and Rowan. Because I could see Rowan coming out, like Roman's Roman's calling out Rowan. Rowan comes out, Daniel Bryan and Rowan attack Roman. Because he's like, Hey, you wanna do it do it you wanna attack me? Attack me to my face. They both attack him, and then Joe comes out and helps setting up a tag match. Which turns Joe face. But I don't see Joe as a face, to be honest. But we never know.
1: Yeah, I mean, okay. So we discussed that. Now let's get to the talk of the night here, okay? <laughs> that entrance, the fiend.
0: Man. The yeah.
1: fiend, fiend, whatever, whatever it is. Bray Wyatt. You know, I don't like when people when they make Let's call him a nickname. The Fiend. But you know what? This is exciting. It's new. It's interesting.
0: I didn't like who he faced. But let's talk about Bray Wyatt. Dude, we have never seen this before. This is beyond The Undertaker. That entrance was... Oh my god, dude. Like Just the character in general. See, at first...
1: You know, it starts off with that, that Firefly Funhouse segment, I believe it's called. Yeah. Then it goes into his old song, but there's like a little remix It's a it. remix. I will say this. I thought it was great. Absolutely fantastic. The only part I did not like about the entrance was in the middle of the song. It's like a hardcore metal rock goth band. Just screaming. That's you know that might just be me. Yeah, I didn't um, really look
0: into that. I have to go back and look. That's it. the really only
1: into that. thing that I was not a fan of. Other than that, I thought it was great. I thought the jack o' lantern of his head, whatever I think you can call it, a jack o' lantern or yeah, something some, like that, some lantern or whatever. I thought it was creepy. I thought it was cool. You know, it, it's new. It's fresh. And I'm excited about it. So, what about the match? What were your thoughts on the match? I, uh, you know, first things first. I think Finn Balor is getting a little Dolph Ziggler treatment. I think, I think Finn's one of the best guys on that roster. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think. Well, I didn't want it to be Finn because it was a lose-lose situation. Yeah. Um. You know, obviously, you can't let Bray Wyatt lose that match. Cause His first match hat. is a fiend. Then again, you know, Finn Balor, where's he at now? You know, he's not in a lot That's of storylines lately. He's losing a lot of matches. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only thing I can think of this is that, you know, yeah, Finn had some moments in the match, but Wyatt pretty much dominated him. Mm-hmm. and I like how they used the mandible claw for a pin. Yeah, um, I did
0: notice that. That was pretty neat.
1: So what I can think of this is, you know, this match set up for Finn to go away for a long time. You know, yeah. take a two-month break, three-month break, mm-hmm. possibly come back at the Royal Rumble. You know, I think this match set up Finn to take a little break.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And you had mentioned we had talked before uh, about how you thought it was going to be the Demon. I
1: did, yeah. Um, I thought that would be pretty cool.
0: It, it would have been, but like you said, like, you can't have the Demon win because it's Finn's first match. Or it's you can't have the Demon win because it's Bray's first match. Hey, so. I mean, I think, you know,
1: take a little time off of Finn.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, two months, three months. And use this as a storyline builder. Right, or and then maybe so for a WrestleMania or a Rumble match, do the Fiend versus the Demon
0: King, or if that'll sell is. tickets. Then that'll sell. True, if there that's is actually hot. a draft move into Raw, or wait, I don't even know what. Sh- yeah, then we-
1: again, that's stupid. Yeah, we don't know yeah. yet.
0: We don't know. All right, so we have one match left, um, and we all know what this is. Seth and Brock. So, Listen,
1: they, they got it right.
0: Yes, they did get it right. They um, got it right. Um, this match to me could have gone both ways. Like, I could have seen them keeping the title on Brock. I'm glad they didn't, but I could have mm-hmm. saw that. Um,
1: I just want to know how much money Vince forked over to Brock in this match. Because this was Brock's best match in two years.
0: Oh, I know. I know.
1: This was – I did not see this coming at all. Well, no. I knew Seth was going to win. Right. I just – I didn't expect the match to be, which I think was the match of the night. The sequences.
0: Uh, sequences. He had the German suplex that was countered because he didn't Started off win. hot.
1: Started off hot.
0: Yeah. Like, the story – I think this was the best buildup on the whole card. Obviously, this has to be the best build-up because it's the main event and it's your main guy, but I like the build-up to this.
1: No, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I thought everything about this match was good. I thought the build-up was good. I thought the match was good. I thought the ending of the match was good. Um, I, I thought Paul Heyman and Vince McMahon knocked it out of the park with this. Um I'm interested to see where they go with this match now with with Seth.
0: Now, uh, I don't know if you heard or not. Um, WWE posted earlier today that Brock will not be getting another rematch.
1: I so did see that. Brock
0: is done. So, who's Seth going to face now? I mean, who do you think? I want it to be The Miz. But I don't see that happening because he's faced now. Who I want to be and who do I think? Two completely different stories. I feel... It's bronze time. I feel it's bronze time. This is where Seth Rollins gets to prove that Brock Lesnar wasn't a fluke, because there are still some people who think that even though he beat him for the second time, that with Seth with the title, can Seth beat Braun? Can Seth beat Roman?
1: See, here's what I think. You know, Seth just won the title. Yeah. So that means that he's not going to lose a title. In the next month or two. Mm-hmm. So so his next, his next opponent is not going to win. So is it smart to have a popular guy in there right now? Or wait a little bit longer down the stretch where they actually have a shot to win? You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, I get it. But still, like, a lot of people are still saying, oh yeah, Seth beat Brock twice, but Brock
1: By Baron Corbin defended yeah. against
0: Brock defended against Braun. Brock defended against Roman. Can Seth defend against Roman? Can Seth defend against Braun? We don't know. But I want it to be the Miz. I think the Miz deserves a shot.
1: Yeah, yeah, but see, right now he's a babyface. Yeah. They're not gonna do baby face with baby face.
0: Exactly. Alright, so overall I'm interested. What do you grade this? Like, what do you grade this pay-per-view?
1: I'm, I'm going to give it a B-. minus. Uh, the reason why I say that is because the actual matches itself, the majority of them weren't bad. I just thought people were interested in either the storyline or the actual people competing in it like Shane McMahon, like Maddie. Um, you know, I thought the crowd could have gotten more involved. Uh, mm-hmm. it, if this wasn't a big four pay-per-view, I would give it a a B B-plus or an A-minus. But because this was a main four one, I thought it could have been better. Uh, but, you know, it, it was a solid
0: pay-per-view. I, I don't think a B-minus is a bad grade. So I'm actually going to give it a B-plus. Okay, And the reason being is I felt that they managed to find a way to even this card out by pop. If you notice, they started with the most popular thing going today, Becky Lynch. Then they went to, okay, no one cares. Everybody cares about Goldberg, but we don't care about Goldberg because he's old. But, like, the fans care. Then they kind of died down a little bit with the whole AJ thing and the Ember thing, and then they popped for KO and Trish, and then they kind of died down with Kofi, and then the Fiend and Seth finished it off. Like, overall, that was evenly, like, placed. Like, the matches were evenly placed. So that's why I feel like it deserves a B plus Because of the fact that they managed to evenly distribute the pops and stuff like that. So
1: I'm really interested in to see where they go from here now. Um... You know now both Paul Heyman and Eric Bischoff are fully into their goals as the main people. Um, You know, right? We're we're getting closer to the Fox deal. October fourth. October fourth. That's going to change a lot of things. Um, AEW is pressing WWE now. Uh, Their big show is, I believe, in two and a half weeks. Yep. So, and you know that the shows of WWE are going to be watching that event. Um so you know there's big things ahead for WWE. It's gonna be very interesting uh and I'm looking forward to it. I,
0: I am as well. Um it's getting to be one of my favorite times of the year. Survivor series is one of my favorite pay per views. We got a couple months yet, but we're 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 almost there. Um this is the the class of champions and hell in a cell and survivor series time. Um, It'll be interesting to see where things go, but yeah. Um, I mean, that's all we got for today.